Fuck you! <laughs> Hi everyone! How's it going? Hello! Welcome, welcome oh. to Witchfinger Horror Podcast. I am Yasmina. Over here to my right, as always, is Megan. Hello! To my left, as always, is Morgan. Hello! And for tonight's movie, we're watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> oh, I've had the theme song in my head since I woke up this morning. Like, my eyes opened and it was like, Killer Clowns it's not, it's not a great song. It's by a oh, band called awful. The Dickies. Oh, and they were one of the pioneers of, like, pop punk in California. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so they wrote the song, and it's actually on, like, an EP called Killer Clowns mm. from Outer Space. Um, but, yeah, uh, so we shall begin. Well, I film. feel like that's something that's changed a lot. Uh, in the 80s, it was like, we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. almost every horror movie that came out in the 80s had a song yep. by a band that was just for that Movie. Yeah, like yeah. the song was written like for Motorhead, the, the Hellraiser, right. and then and we talked about Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, we discussed this a lot. Right? Always a tie-in with like videos, and it was really cool. It was cool, and I feel like 2016, you are sucking. I mean, there's great synth soundtracks, but it's not the same, right? Like, there's no lyrics being written for really cool horror movies. Yeah, yeah. we're starting to bring it back though. The idea of the movie soundtrack, especially for like horror. Yeah. God, this song is going to be stuck in my fucking head all day. So me and Morgan have uh, watched this movie, uh, but Megan has never seen it. No, that seems to be a running theme with this, which is cool. Well, the last episode... what was the la- what was the movie that we did in the last? We episode? did Hard Rock, Hard Rock Zombies. Hard Rock Zombies, and you hadn't seen it, yeah. so yeah, same. Um, yeah, she hasn't seen it, which is very odd. I can't believe you've like well, lived it's weird, a lifetime I've without seen watching this. A million uh, memes. I've seen a million. What do you call those things that move that you send me on the Gifts. internet? Gifts. Those things that move on the internet. Megan has been drinking for a few hours. <laughs> But I've never actually seen the film, so yeah, we'll see. It's pretty outrageous. Like, oh, yeah. I haven't seen it in probably 10 years. Oh, I, it's been longer for me. Like, I remember the first time I watched it, and I rented it from, oh, I think I was probably living in Brampton, so probably from Jumbo Video. Um, yeah, I wasn't very old, probably 9 or 10 years I used old. to own it, and I just sold it because I never watched it because I never had the urge like when do you get the urge to want to watch this movie but it is fun it is fun to watch like with friends when you're drinking and stuff like that but um yeah so it's demented it's silly it is it's very silly it's like the silliest horror movie ever made but yeah so it was released in 1988 it was directed by Stephen Chiudo um written by him and his brother Charles, um, and all three, there. there's three Cheeto brothers, uh, Stephen, Charles, and Edward, and they're actually special effects artists. Oh, no shit. Um, so they, this is like one of the only movies that they like wrote and directed together, um, but they have made puppets for Critters, uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh my uh, God. Team America. Uh, they did oh, the clay. They did the Team yeah. America? Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, they... the puking puppet is I like know, one that's of the greatest ah, scenes in cinematic history. Awesome. Fuck. Yeah. They also um, they did the claymation for uh, Large Marge in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That's wow. Which is amazing yeah. awesome. because that's like my favorite part in that whole movie. And um, sometimes The Simpsons will have like claymation scenes and they've done that. And um, they actually have a, a band named after them. Really? There's a band called Ch- Chiodos. 
and um, they actually oh yeah used no to be they're called... one of those crab core bands one of those oh awful, really oh awful, that's that's yeah. unfortunate but they they actually had the band was called Chiodos Brothers but then they just shortened it to Chiodos did you call it a crap core band no crap, crab, crab oh. core <laughs> like uh like the crustacean <laughs> like they're, they're, yeah. they're that bad they're yeah not crap oh well core. you know well, yeah, I they mean, move yeah. like them it's oh. it's essentially the same thing though yeah crap crab who's keeping tabs All All right. yeah. So, so far, um, not much has happened. There's, There's some uh, young people making out. Truck. He's got a Bob Barker microphone. I like how there's, um, like, two sets of couples, like, teenage couples, and they were just throwing all their cans of beer at so them, many cans. and that was, like, 50 cans. Oh, here comes the heifer. I love those popsicles, though. The Rocket, rocket Pops? Oh, rocket they're so pops good. were... When I was a kid, the best popsicles. Whenever yeah. the ice cream man would come along. Yeah. Are they trying to bone these ladies? I, I yes, think they and they seduce are. them with ice cream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're they're licking their rocket pops all seductively, like. She's in a mom outfit. Yes. Well, this was the eighties. Yes. Most people did. Actually, have you know the mom who the jeans. heifer woman reminds me of? The mom quote unquote from society oh, who's like yeah. basically the same age yeah. as the characters in the movie but she's like I don't know mentally challenged in the whole movie she just like has this like daft look on her face oh with, no like, no it's such a weird character it. such yeah. a weird character but she's like obviously the same age as the actors that are supposed to be like the I don't know which person she was the mother of. I can't remember. The she guy. was no, no. She was the, the the girl, the girlfriend's mother. I think. We will do society at some point. Oh yeah. my god, I fucking we love will. that movie. It's I'll never so forget the, the first time waiting. I watched that movie. Yeah, neither me, I. <laughs> me, I know. It's like if you haven't watched Society, watch it, and you'll remember that moment for the rest of your life. <laughs> it's like an orgy in a microwave. Yeah, I know. Whoa. That's what that <laughs> and movie like is. Suckling. <laughs> I love it so much. So yeah, this is like make out point and a comet or something else uh, just fell from space. Yeah. It's actually quite similar to the blob. Right. Like there is something from outer space that lands on Earth and there's a lot of similarities like an old cranky man who goes to investigate it and gets infected. Yeah. It's very similar to the blob. I recognize this guy as well. Which, you know what this is very much reminding me of? <clears throat> that one segment in um, Creepshow yeah, yeah. 2, where Stephen King... Oh, yeah. that's, in, that's in Creepshow yeah, 1, in with Creep the Show, moss. Where Stephen King's wearing yeah. the overall... And he's so and he's goofy. Like, Whoa! Yeah, geez. I know. He's so goofy in that segment. Every time I watch him, I, like, I shudder. I'm like, oh my god, this that's is him. hilarious. It's so great. I also love that these people are making out on an an inflatable raft. Yeah, in their yeah, and I think I don't. Are they supposed to be teenagers? Because they don't look like it. Yeah, a little bit older. I think. I don't know. I don't know if they're supposed to be teenagers or not. But that's what teenagers do, I guess. At makeout points. Yeah. Now, assuming they are teenagers. Yeah. yeah, This uh, this girl here is one of the stars. This is Suzanne Suzanne Snyder. Snyder. Yeah, Yeah. and she was in Return of the Living Dead too. Yeah. Um, and Weird Science and Night of the Creeps. Those were the three movies that I was like, nah, I know them. I uh, think uh, that the best John Hughes movie is Weird Science. Yeah. It is 
my favorite fucking John Hughes movie. And actually, her name is Debbie in Killer Clowns, and her name is also Deb yeah. in, in, uh, in uh, Weird, Weird Science. Science. Yeah. And uh, she's huh. also in, um, this is amazing, but she's in a Seinfeld episode. Yep. She's in the pie episode when her uncle um, is, uh, he goes to the, like, um, her uncle is a chef at a restaurant and Jerry and her oh are dating God. and they go for a he date. He doesn't wash his hands. And he doesn't wash his hands <laughs> and he's like making the dough for the pie. And then she's just like, why won't you eat it? And he's just shaking he's his like, head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a fucking good episode. And she was actually also uncredited as a cheerleader in The Last Starfighter. And I have a special place in my heart for that <laughs> movie. Yep. The Last Starfighter. Have you ever seen it, Megan? It's uh, it's like a sci-fi kind of like family oriented like movie. Fighter. Yeah, The Last Starfighter. It came out like around the same time when um, like Star Wars blew up and there was all these other like sci-fi kind of movies like The Flight of the Navigator. Oh, you, yeah. you might have been yeah, a little yeah, too yeah, young, yeah, yeah, yeah. but oh. yeah. I Mac love and <laughs> Mac and Mac and <laughs> <laughs> That's not really all that sci-fi. But, but the oh, scene with the, so le- the wheelchair. Yeah, that's the, the best scene. The scene with the wheelchair in Mac and Me is the greatest thing of life. <laughs> oh, that's a gif right there. So the old man is investigating this, like, circus tent. The big top has landed, and they're catching his droopy-faced dog. Oh, poor dog. Poor guy. He's too sweet. Well, it's really exciting that this year um, they announced that they're fucking doing a sequel. (laughs) No! (laughs) Yeah! Yeah! yeah. 30 years later. Yeah, 30 years later, they're doing another uh, Killer Clowns movie. Um, So it's set to release in 2018, and the Cheetos brothers are attached to it, and it's actually going to be called Return of the the Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and it's going to be in 3D. Yes! Which is kind of cool, because we live uh, close to Toronto, and um, at Canada's Wonderland in Toronto, like they have the Halloween haunt for yeah. the month of October, and the clown's maze is the best one because it's 3D. So the paint that they use on the walls and on the clown's outfits is 3D. So you have these 3D glasses as you're walking through it. So the paint and the walls like pop out at you. Every time I go to the Halloween haunt at Canada's Wonderland, that the clown maze is, has like the biggest lineup, and I don't mind waiting in line for that I one. I didn't know it's 3D paint so, was a fucking thing. It's like UV lit as well, um, but it's it's so fucking good. If anybody lives in Toronto and you haven't gone to the Halloween haunt, fucking go just for the clown's maze because it's so amazing. And it always reminds me of this movie whenever I'm going through it. So this movie has... Uh, this is actually quite interesting... Um, Compared to all the other movies that we've done so far on this podcast, on IMDb it has a 6.1, and on Rotten Tomatoes it has a 71%. Yeah, which that's is, like the best that's the, that we've ever this done. This is apparently the best movie that we've done <laughs> yeah. on our podcast. Ever. It's just a cult classic. Like, people just love this movie. Yeah, like, I think when it came out it really wasn't much of a... Um, yeah, a I think it, um, it became a success, like, years later. Yeah. That's, you know what, that seems to be the way that most of the movies that we talk about go, though, right? Like, mm-hmm. no one gives a fuck about them, and then years later, it's like, uh, this is a really big deal. Just like our last one, Hard Rock Zombies. Where was it really big? What country did it, it blow Germany. up? It was Germany. Germany, right? Like, yeah. Like, it was a huge deal. Of all places. So. It is really strange. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we wouldn't be hearing about these movies, like, 30-plus years later if they didn't have that sort of... 
yeah. you know, staying power, that cult classic well, kind of thing. Well, because it's so silly. It's like nothing has yeah. ever been, it's not like, you know, vampire movies where there's a thousand of them or whatever movies where there's a thousand of them. This is like the one and only, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty excited for the, like the new one coming out because the, uh, the one, they have confirmed that uh, Grant Kramer, who is the guy who plays Mike Tobacco, uh, is returning <laughs> for the movie. So he's coming back. And then in this uh, uh, new movie, he's going to be playing like a town drunk that, no, that nobody believes. And then obviously the clowns come back. The alien clowns come back and they're like, he was right. Um, Grant Kramer was also in New Year's Eve. He sure was. I have that on VHS. New Year's Eve! Yeah. Um, he's also in Father's Day. I've always Ooh, heard of Father's Day, but Father's I've never Day. seen it. Yeah, I should probably watch it. And he's also in a movie called Hard Bodies, which was, uh, I'm assuming, a big hit in the 80s because it's just one of those amazing beach bikini 80s Yeah, it was movies. one of those cult classic kind of movies. I watched the trailer and it just looks ridiculous. Like, just girls putting on suntan lotion on the beach and, yep. like, muscle dudes working out on the beach. It's pretty uh, ridiculous. And he's also in another movie that I've always heard of called Santa Claus. Like C L A W S, and uh, which is a John A. Russo film, and uh, John A. Russo wrote the screenplay for the original and the remake of Night of the Living Dead. Yes, he did. I met him. Uh, I met John Russo, and I also got. Uh, he autographed a copy of his original screenplay for me, which I have. Yeah, as I can. Oh, that's awesome. Give it to you. Yeah, and he autographed a copy of the original book as well, which obviously he didn't write, but he yeah. wrote the screenplay. Maybe this Christmas we should watch Santa Claus. Yes. Because it just looks ridiculous. He was one of those men. I met him at Shockstock, which we've talked about before uh, many times, actually, on our podcast. But he was one of those men who was genuinely, like, every person who came up, he was like, tell me about your life. Tell me why you like horror. I'll tell you why I like horror. I love like, meeting people like that. Oh, yeah. I saw this, um, to talk. Uh, it was the San Diego Comic-Con recently, and uh, I saw this imager photo of um, Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki from Supernatural and they went out to a bar and got wasted and it was a girl's birthday and they fucking like partied with her and gave her 200 bucks. What? <laughs> I was like, that's bitch, man. I wish I was that person. That's but so still, shut up. But that's still so cool. Didn't you go into a bar where the guy from Game of Thrones was buying Yeah, but I didn't meet him or anything. No. But, Which um, uh, Fucking uh, Jason Momoa. Really? Yeah, one night, because it was fan Was he, expo. like, standing, like, two uh, he was feet above everybody else? Because uh, he's, like, a I giant? I know, he's giant. He was, in, he was in the back part of the bar, and I was during Fan Expo, and I went to the Bovine, and he was there, and he paid for open bar for everybody. Really? And then I didn't know that he cool was there. Fuck. Like, I just went by myself just to go meet a friend of mine, and I tried to pay the lady for my beer, and she's like, no, it's okay. And I was so confused. I said are you sure? And she said, yeah. And I said, okay. So I kept drinking and then I ran into my friend and my friend said to me, apparently it's open bar because the guy from Game of Thrones is here. And I I was working at a table. Kyle Drogo. Yeah. And I looked at the back bar and it was Kyle Drogo. (laughs) And then as soon as the word spread on Facebook and everything. Apparently, there was like a huge line to get into the bar. Really? But I was already there. Just That's funny. For no, like honestly, just a random. Hey, let's just meet at this bar. Yeah. And uh, he paid for open bar for a couple hours, which was pretty cool. That's really, really awesome. I actually. love. He I love like it. He loves if to party. I was a big famous millionaire actor, I would do shit like that too. Oh yeah. I wouldn't Make care. Make people's I would go out lives and just 
Or even just being a nice person. I know. Like yeah. when we were at Chalk Stock, like with uh, Kevin Van Hentenrick or whatever. Yeah, like man. He was, he so was cool. such a nice person. He was such a nice guy. He, he came and sat with us so many times. He just came and just be sit on the couch with us and just be like, hey, ladies, how's your day going? And then Ari Lehman was a dick and pretentious about everything. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's it's nice when actors do shit like that and when they're really super cool. Yeah, and they're genuine people. Can someone fill me in? Uh, well, I think they're in their spaceship, the two characters, Deb and... Um, what's tobacco like? there. Tobacco, Mr. <laughs> tobacco. So um, their ship, I guess, looks like a, like a carnival tent on the outside. Oh, so okay. they stumbled in there. Oh, yeah. okay. I see what's happening. Yeah. There's not much to the plot of this film. <laughs> it's just it's alien more, clowns trying to murder people. Yeah, it's more about the fun stuff, you yeah. know? Um, it's kind of very, the sets kind of make me think of Mystery Science Theater. Oh, totally. Are those scrotums? Uh, they look like pink light bulbs, but they're cotton candy they're, nests. Oh, they're pink scrotums. I do remember. That's where they keep the humans. Oh. I vaguely remember this from my childhood And the as well. popcorn gun. I definitely remember the popcorn yeah. gun. What happens? No, don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it. It's like that popcorn scene in Troll 2. Oh my god. Just like that. And I can't believe god. Megan hasn't seen that too. We oh, have to do we that have for to the do podcast. But I, I strongly urge you watch the documentary first. Because first. instead of doing your research wow. online, as we usually do before we start our episodes, just watch the documentary. Okay. It's amazing. I'll do that. I have a copy of it. The documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't I buy it for yeah. you for yeah. your birthday one year? I have the DVD. <laughs> it's a DVD like a set of Troll 2 and the best worst movie ever, which is the title of the documentary. Yeah. But the director doesn't think so. Mwah. Oh, there you go. Cotton candy. Delicious cotton candy face. I'd still eat it. Oh my god! I'd go there. I would. Look at them. He's oh, clowns are so cute. creepy. They oh. look hilarious. We there's all had a lot. To <laughs> and um, there's a lot of them too in this movie. I mean, usually in movies when there's villains, there's maybe a handful, yeah, like four or five. Well, but I think there's, there's a like, lot. There's like eight or nine. There's of them. like three like main guys. Yeah, there's three main guys. Um, if if anybody follows. Uh, Fright Rags, the clothing company, they just released like a new line of Killer Clowns uh, t-shirts and they look amazing. Like God Machine did the art for one of them and another uh, guy that I follow on Instagram called uh, Scarecrow Oven, he did one too and actually his is my favorite one. Like the colors are so bright and vibrant. Yeah. Like the Freddy one where he's wearing his sunglasses. Yes, yeah, yeah. So So you should definitely go check out the Fright Rags uh, Killer Clowns line. It looks amazing. Um, I'm also going to talk for a second about uh, a company on Instagram that I found called Patch Game. And they have some really sweet patches of killer clowns from outer space. And they also have a pin set that goes along with them. Nice. Super sweet. Great product. Yeah, they look awesome. Did you also notice that when he shot the popcorn gun, as the people turned the corner, the popcorn also falls around the corner? (laughs) Alien technology. I don't know. That's true. Look at his hair. It's all spiky. They've harnessed the power of gravity. He looks like uh, Serial Joe. Oh, yeah. That terrible band. But he looks cooler as a clown. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I remember this. The little <laughs> the dog, dog, the guard dog, search dog. That's a balloon. Watching them run, I can't. I know, those shoes. I can't. And they're fat 
clown tank asses. Yeah, they're little tank asses. I love the colors, though. The the use of colors in this movie is fabulous. It just makes me want to go through the clown maze at the Halloween haunt. It's coming up. I know. I can't deal with them running. It's so funny. Oh, and they just hit the dog, the balloon dog. That's horrible. It's funny. So I'm in a real animal, and you're like, I know, but it's like, it's so cute. So I guess one thing we should mention in this episode, we are not afraid of clowns. We're not a person oh, that no, has no. Chlor- uh, it's called cholerophobia. Cholerophobia no. is the fear of clowns and a lot of people have this and uh, we're not one of those people. No. I've never, never been afraid of clowns, ever. No, I don't really no. have, like, I don't think I actually have any irrational fears, but there are a lot of people that, like, I think probably stemming from, like, childhood, like, traumatic experiences with clowns yeah. and stuff. Like I definitely parties. don't have an interest in clowns. You no. know yeah, I mean? me too. I, like, like, I'm, I'm indifferent. I'm, I'm indifferent. very indifferent. Like, people are like, oh, there's a clown. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Or people are like, oh, my God, there's a clown. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Either way. Yeah, yeah. people have this fear, and it's uh, considered irrational. So it's not uh, technically listed as something that could be, like diagnosed or whatever like treated yeah uh but it is very irrational like it's uh, uh it, it as opposed to like from, deep water yeah like, like it, it just like... it stems from something from like a person's childhood like something that traumatic like must have happened to a child and then it just carried on with them as they age right. uh so maybe i know a lot of people were f- afraid of clowns because of it Definitely, like that, like stemmed, like, and obviously John Wayne. Gacy. I was gonna say, let's talk about the actual serial yeah, killer. Yeah, I know. You know. Yeah, and, oh yeah, um, he's in my list yeah, of her favorites. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. fucking weirdo. But yeah, the um, it's quite interesting. Like, I actually got stuck in uh, like a research loop of clown fear and the evil clown character and it is quite interesting because I wanted to know well where did it all come from you know uh like there were evil clowns that existed in history like before John Wayne Gacy and um it's just I guess in pop culture the most iconic uh like evil clown that's like most recognizable in society right now would be the Joker from Batman, yeah. and his character was introduced in 1940, mm-hmm. uh, so it goes all the way back to 1940 in, like, pop culture, but the origin of the evil clown archetype is still unclear. Um, lots of studies, there's actually people that do studies on it, which That's is fucking really hilarious. bizarre, actually. Uh, but they found that the earliest record of, uh, of a character in a clown-ish costume, I guess he'd be more of, like, a jester, but in, uh, it was in an Edgar Allan Poe, mm. um, story called Hop Frog, and that was in 1849, and it's just, like, basically about the main character, he's taken by a king and forced to be a jester, and he takes revenge, and he kills everybody by setting them on fire. That's pretty cool. So, so that's, that's an like, evil clown right there. Yeah, so that was, like, kind of, like, a jester is kind of, like, a clown, I guess. Yeah, and so. that's that goes back to, like, medieval times, and, like, that sort yeah. of, like, caricature of, like, the silly hat, so and, that's like, one the of makeup the most, and stuff. I guess, like, first uh stories of an evil clown like in history and uh it's just like and then after that there was like murderous clowns 
uh, started appearing in Italian operas around like 1870 to like 1890 era. So there was a lot of like Italian and like French operas that involved like a like a sad or like an evil clown. Mm-hmm. So it definitely goes all the way back to the 1800s. People have been afraid of clowns for a really long time, I guess. Yeah, it's very strange. I think it's got to do with like when children, uh, they did studies on children in hospitals and uh, they would have clowns show up and ask them like how you how you feel about the clowns and like 90% of the kids said that they didn't like it and they associate that with the fact that they're wearing this makeup that makes them look like happy and smiling but they know like children know that it's makeup so they think that it's hiding something more sinister behind them so that's why they think that children can just kind of see right through that and then there's obviously everything in pop culture that adds to the phenomena and like the fear as well, like movies and books yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of people hiding who they are. I, I feel like clowns, if I were ever to be afraid of a clown, it wouldn't be because they're dressed up as a clown. It would be because they're... You can sense that they're like creepy. like Because you're fake. Yeah. To me, it's like, it's not like a fuzzy costume, like a big Chewbacca head, which is like adorable. Yeah. It's makeup that you put over a face. So I can see your face under the costume. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I just don't like well, this. Well, yeah, and kids can see right like through that. Like kiss. <laughs> I kiss. <laughs> oh my Great God. Great amount of clowns. <laughs> a bunch of fucking creepers. <laughs> they're a bunch of clowns. Yeah, I still love them. Pretty much. Uh, they well, are. actually, I don't love Gene Simmons, but I love Kiss and I love Paul Stanley. <laughs> Paul Stanley loves Paul Stanley too. I know. He sure does. He's gorge. I love oh, how, I like, this. whenever I listen to Kiss, I can tell when it's a Paul solo. Oh, it's, yeah. It's just like, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> it's so simple. It's like, oh, that's a oh, Paul solo. <laughs> oh, I remember this weird puppet scene. Um, It's like a burnt I don't. Sweatshirt. Yeah. So there's a puppet scene. Oh, and oh. they've got ray guns. I forgot about that. It vaporizes the puppet. That guy's just completely. Oh, dear. I'm not like really not sure. shocked at all that a puppet just disappeared right in front yeah, of his eyes. Pretty much vaporized. Right, he must be drunk or something. Oh jeez. I don't know. He looks a little a little off. Well, good thing he's gone. Bye bye. He's in a cotton candy. Ooh, their teeth. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, oh my god. Oh, I like what he's like shopping at the drugstore. Oh yeah, he's getting his Twix and his. Uh, antacids and his health aids. Oh, he just knocked over a bunch of umbrellas. What a dick. Giant popcorn covered scrotum. Yeah, there's fucking testicles all over the fucking store. He's not even picking anything up. He's just thrashing about. (sighs) Why isn't the clerk or pharmacist calling the cops? They're so creepy. (laughs) He's just sitting there shocked and bewildered. Yeah, like wiggling his fingers in front of his mouth like, oh dear, oh oh, dear, oh dear. What should I do? What do I do? Well, me and Megan uh, recently watched Clown, and it was pretty entertaining. It was. It was. It was uh, It directed by John Watts, and it just came out, like, it just came out online this year, but it was made a couple years ago. I think, like, they must have just had difficulty releasing it or whatever, but it was, it was good. It wasn't, like, as, like, it wasn't great, it, it, but it was, it was good. funny. It was good. It was good. The beginning, like, Yaz and I both at the beginning were like, 
this is amazing because the gore at the beginning it started off it was one of those movies that started off and fucking got you into the story mm -hmm. they didn't pussyfoot around no introduction to the characters yeah I know I, I did that. like that I like that that like as soon as it started like the first scene was like a kid's party like a kid's birthday party yeah. and the clown didn't show so one of the moms calls her husband and asks if he could fill in as a clown and he happens to be uh somewhere he's a real estate oh, agent oh sorry he's a real house. estate agent yeah and he looks in the basement and he finds like an old clown costume. Right. So then he puts it on and then he goes to the whatever, like the kids party dressed as the clown. And then um, it reminded me of the Goosebumps story, The Haunted Mask. So with the mask that just like becomes your skin and it doesn't come so off. So we can't take it off. Yeah, you yeah. can't take it off. And it, it, it's revealed that uh, the guy from Fargo was in it. I forgot his name, but he uh, knows The guy about from it. Uh, Armageddon, the Russian space station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he basically, the costume was actually made from uh, skin. Like human, like human skin. skin? Oh, sweet. Yeah, and oh, it... Right um, up my alley. It, it conjures up, like, a, a, the, a originally, in this movie, like, originally a clown is a demon. Like a Nordic. Okay. And then, it was some sort of Nordic Yeah, and then obviously thing. with, like, pop culture and history, like, shifted the story into, like, a pleasant character for children, blah, blah, blah. Right. But it's, like, originally clowns were demons. So right. this guy is, like, turning into a demon. Awesome. And, like, towards the uh, middle of the movie, it started, like, lacking a little bit. It did. Um, and then it picked up a again at the end when he actually is, like, full-on demon. And uh, it's pretty cool. It didn't, it didn't. It didn't, it didn't. Where I was disappointed um, was the fact that Eli Roth's name is in it. He's a producer. Yeah, he only produced it. He produced it. But at the same time, Eli Roth's movie movies have some pretty decent gore in them. Yeah. And where I found that movie was lacking was there were so many opportunities. There was good gore. Don't get me wrong. You should watch it. Don't stop yourself from watching it. But the gore factor could have been, and I don't want to ruin any scenes, but there were some scenes that I'm sure when you watch, you're like, fuck, they could have made that it was so like a way better. Very, oh God. I don't know if yeah. it was budget or what it was. But Eli Roth has been doing that lately. I don't know. I know. He's been like kind of disappointing me lately. It's like he's putting so his name on good. all this stuff that's like not really living up to his no, name. No, yeah. Like he only produced, like he produced it and he produced the Cabin Fever remake, which I don't really see a point in seeing because it's word for word and it's, like the why would they do fun. that i know for money why i know word for like word, it's actually scene word scene. Scene. why it's though it's a scene yeah. for scene remake i've never and he endorsed never it to the point like where that. he was like this is a great and he movie. said yeah yeah he quoted that it's an yeah. incredible movie is, like, it is it released yeah oh yeah I have so. you seen it no i don't really see okay, it because that's it. ridiculous i know no yes we should watch it yeah i guess like the martyr is american i'll watch it but i know i'll hate it i would I would be more inclined to watch the Cabin Fever remake than the Martyrs, only because Cabin Fever is going to be what it's going to be. Yeah, we already know what we're expecting. You know, it was kind of a funny movie. Well, it was a very funny movie. It was a great movie, so we know what it's going to be. Martyrs was an emotionally, on every level, Martyrs influences a human. You watch the original Absolutely. Martyrs, and it's like a soul-crushing, makes-you-think-for-weeks movie, where Cabin yeah, yeah. Fever is more of a joke. So I don't want to see the remake of Martyrs because I don't want that illusion of the one of the best horror movies ever made to be taken away from me. Where Cabin yeah. Fever, I'll watch the remake. I'll whatever, still watch right? it though, like because I, I need to I know. know. I think Hollywood is running know. out of ideas. What is wrong with people? Like, why would you make, why would you remake a movie that only came out? Like what? Like five, six years ago? Seven Which years is ago? fine, but the fact that they made it scene for scene is weird. That is. 
really strange. Like, that's and, strange. And like, you're literally just point, copying the script. Yeah, like, even to the point with, like, say, for instance, like, the Evil Dead remake. You know what? It was, like, an, a reimagining. I loved know? the yeah. Evil Dead, the new it's Evil a, Dead movie. It's the same idea, but it's a reimagining of the story, whereas if Cabin Fever is... It's like they just essentially took the script and remade the movie. Yeah, pretty much. Why? Well, speaking that of, enrages me. Speaking of Evil Dead, uh, we all watched the trailer for season two for Ash versus Evil yes! Dead, which uh, looks amazing, and I loved the first season. It was very, very well done, mm-hmm. and I'm actually pretty excited. I was reading online uh, this week, and uh, the woman who plays Cheryl in the original is coming back. I saw. Yeah, that because as well. in the trailer, uh, Ash goes back home. And the, the, the mm. demons or whatever, like, they want him to go back there for a reason. And then I saw online that uh, Cher- the woman that played Cheryl, Ellen uh, Sandwies, is, is returning to play Cheryl again, which is so fucking cool. I am awesome. so excited for that. Oh, the clown just uh, punched his head punched off. the biker's head off. Yeah. Now they're all freaking out. That's some Jason Dude, okay, Voorhees so fucking strength Either right way, there. either way, all those bikers could fucking take one <laughs> alien clown down. Oh, their lips are so glossy. I know, I love their faces. They're so bubbly. So let's talk about remakes. Let's talk about the fucking It remake. Speaking of clowns. Clowns and remakes. Yeah. Why isn't that convenient? It is. It's so, so convenient. I'm going to get us started. I feel like um, we all have something to say about this. I am a Stephen King, as you know, uh, fanatic. And I'm a little bit concerned about the remake. Um, only because the research that I've done has been mainly focused around the child characters. I did see that as well, that there actually will be no updating of, like, anybody that's been listed in the cast has only been a child actor. That's what I noticed. Yeah. I actually kind of like that they uh, hired, like, no name Oh, no, that's fine. No, that's fine. But the point is, the book, which is what I'm referencing, I mean, the movie was phenomenal, clearly, or the made-for-TV movie series, whatever was Well, yeah, because they did the childhood and then they do the update. Yeah, No, but that's the book, right? So if you're gonna, if you're gonna reference the original material, you have to have the adults, because all it is, is the entire book is adults remembering, right? So you need the adult characters, and I'm so fucking curious to see who they're gonna get to play the adults, because like you said, Morgan, they haven't released any adult character, they're they're all the the child actors, which is great, but fuck, I want to know. Yeah, my too. my friend. I have a couple of, uh, friends that are actually working on the film. Um, one girl that is doing costume design, and my my friend Michael Dara is one of the storyboard artists. When he got the job, I immediately texted him and asked, "Can you tell me anything?" And he replied and said, "No, I can't. No, no. I can't tell you anything. The one, the only thing." that they are allowing to tell is that the movie is going to be in two parts, yeah. which is very cool because I was worried about that. Because the book is massive. And uh, I'm pretty excited that they at least are going to make wow. like two full movies. My so. other concern is that when you read the book and for fans, super fans like myself of the novel, we'll know that it's mentioned multiple times that it is an ancient demon. Right? Like, he's this ancient demon coming forth every 30 years, blah, blah, blah. Well, when Tim Curry played the character, he was able to represent a youthful man as well as an ancient... In his face, you can see that age and whatever. And this man who they've got to play it is a young 
human. He's super young. He's very young, yeah. and so I'm yeah. just I'm I'm hoping that his acting skills will will be able to uh, make up for the fact that he doesn't have that weathered look to his face. Not that Tim Curry sure. did, but Tim Curry's an incredible actor, so he was able to portray yeah a character actor that could demon. he can like because he's so amazing like he can morph into yeah. anything. Yeah. Essentially, well, the thing is, is that the um. Uh, it is very intriguing because the photo that they released um, is an average clown-looking makeup, which is reminds me of the Tim Curry when he's just regular Pennywise. Yeah. But there's the demonic Pennywise with the teeth and yeah. like, the yellow eyes, so who knows what that's going to look like. So I, I also don't they, like the angle I they shot it at. Yeah, it was they got very... him at the blowjob angle where yeah. he's like, looking up into the camera, and I was like, Fuck my life. Like, I'm not trying to put it down, but we'll see, right? Yeah. Well, you know, because it is being apparently filmed in, like, two parts, as in two movies, then maybe they will actually be releasing, or at least, um, you know, having more of the, the adult portion of the story, maybe in the second one, maybe the first portion of the story is only, like, because they've only released... Like, I went and I looked at IMDb and it was all kids. Yeah. And then. But the, the novel is flashbacks. So it'd be yeah. weird for them to film the whole first movie with the kids and the whole second movie with the adults, where the novel yeah. itself flips chapter to chapter right. back and forth. So. Well, I, I think know. that they're probably we'll going to have to play some sort of angle that's going to be palatable for, you know, a normal audience, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I do. I, I really did. And still do love the um, the movie that they did with like Tim Ritter and everybody. Like I thought it was really well done. Like I I liked the fact that it did sort of flip back and forth like that. But it's I think it's kind of strange that they haven't uh, they haven't had it's any any correlation. Right yeah. Yeah. I mean, the release is not going to be well, for a while. Well, the director, uh, Andreas uh, Muschietti, he did that movie Mama. And it wasn't bad. Did you watch Mama? Did you see Mama? No. Oh, it, it was it was interesting. It's like a little girl. I don't really remember. I saw when it was first released, but this weird witch ghost lady is trying to steal a little girl because she lost her daughter, and it, it's kind of creepy. Yeah. So that's the only thing that he's, I guess, recognized for. I but... don't have high hopes for <sighs> it then. Um, like, I really I'll still don't. go see it. You know what? And I will as well, but I'm not going to be expecting much. I'm going to be the harshest critic ever yeah beep beep Richie I never knew that uh, his full name was Pennywise the dancing clown what do you mean you never knew that I never knew that I thought it was just Pennywise or Bob Gray apparently Pennywise the the motherfucking Ah. clown yeah (laughs) yeah um oh my god the CGI was so good right there yeah actually that scene that just happened um actually was there is a uh like a a spoof like he's supposed to be floating in midair as you saw but like there's quite obviously a motorcycle underneath yeah, well, him because yeah. where are the headlights coming from well no but like apparently he's supposed like to be just thing. floating next to him but he's not oh my god I he's love not that. riding on anything but you can see that it's a motorcycle yeah, yeah. okay so this scene right now uh where he <laughs> where the car goes over the cliff that was unintended no like okay so this is yeah. what happened uh so the car um, 
uh, was actually supposed to fly over the cliff and land on the ground, but the sling that was attached to the car snapped, which caused it to kind of just drag and tumble and like get stuck in a tree and then like land in like an upright position. Yeah. But they were like, well, it was already filmed, so let's just stick with it. Yeah, and I'm sure that the budget right. was kind of tight. They probably couldn't, uh, you know, refilm that. Yeah, are but we it was see some boobies. It here? was supposed to be much more spectacular. Oh, the popcorn's moving like the steak and poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> Only way less creepy. Oh my god, that's hilarious! It's like the animation in this is so funny. I would definitely, uh, I don't know, if I was about to shower off popcorn from a popcorn gun, I would like clean off the popcorn outside before coming into my home. And do then, you want to like, know what I shower. would do? I would. Tell I would be eating that shit yeah, out of my too. hair in the fucking car. I wouldn't be waiting. Yeah, I have until I got dinner home. sometimes. I, I ain't oh gonna fuck lie. yeah, fucking love. Popcorn. You know what? If I go to the movies and a piece of popcorn falls out of my fucking pants or like pops out of my underwear, or you could gonna... fin- fill this fucking hallway with popcorn. I'm gonna <laughs> eat this fucking shit. <laughs> Amazing. Um, did you guys know that Insane Clown Posse uh, has a lot of samples that yeah, they use in their unfortunately, songs worst from, band ever from this movie? Uh, in particular, uh, one movie or one uh, album called The Wraith Shangri La, which I don't know, which whatever. Uh, but yeah. they're an atrocity. <laughs> <laughs> like they need to be wiped away from the planet. They're so bad. Oh, Not only that, what? but they like. They're just breeding more ignorance I was gonna say and they like meth heads, hillbillyism, and like Jesus lovers, yeah. like and fucking. There's no explanation for miracle for miracles or for magnets. It's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the documentary Vice did about like Juggalos? they went? Well, they went into one of their Juggalo festivals. Oh, no, the gathering. The gathering. The gathering. I have. I've, yeah. I've been. Okay, so eh, well. I don't want to make everything about looks. I'm a little bit vain and superficial. Fine. Everyone in that documentary. Everyone. Are like meth hats. Just hideous and wasted on all these weird homemade drugs. And they bring their children. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are infants running around barefoot, naked, which is great. I think that's great. But when there's needles everywhere and people flashing their junk all the time, like, what? Yeah, I know. why are you bringing your children you to know these what? events? It's I like can't... a cesspool of Ugh. disgusting. Viruses. I can't lie though, like, like we're family. We're I went on tour with ICP for <laughs> yeah. six weeks, for a whole summer, and like I had a really good time. I don't. I know that like you know the audience is a little bit on the white trash side. But, you know, like, good for them for feeling a sense of community when they're yeah. outsiders and all of that. But, like, honestly, I had a real, I had a fucking fun time. Yeah. You know, all of their songs. You like, probably wouldn't have had fun if you were, like, in If the I wasn't crowd, drunk though. on Crown Royal the entire time. Yeah. I do love the Workaholics episode where they go to oh, yeah. a gathering. And you know what? The gathering actually is completely fucking outrageous. Like, when, when you are walking down the aisle... To, like, get to a stage, and there's someone there that's set up with, like, a stand, and they're selling, like, homemade acid, or, like, like, I'm totally fucking serious. Like, somebody at least dies once a year at the gathering. Wow. But the interesting thing about it is that it's on private property, and so they're, the police have are not allowed in. It's a private party, essentially. And, yeah, so it's interesting. But they're the police. They can just do what they want. No, they can't. It's private property. They're not allowed in weird yeah 
so the guy that plays the um cop in this actually was on Baywatch for like years. Is it the oh the cop, not the old guy? Yeah, the, the sheriff. Because the sheriff or whatever, his name is John Vernon, and he's the dean in Animal House. Oh, yeah. That's what people recognize him from. Yeah. And he's also in that horror movie, Curtains, which I still haven't seen. Have and, not seen uh, that. And Ernest Goes to Camp, he was also in Oh, Ernest. Why are we episode. hearing about Ernest so I know. Much. There's there's two ties to Ernest That's really strange. I guess Ernest was, like, a big deal. Yeah. Um, actually, there's, like, an interesting fact about, um... Grant Kramer, who's like the main guy, the sweater wearing man, Mike Tobacco. In this, um, he's actually the son of a Academy Award nominee um, actress from like forties and fifties. Her name is Terry Moore. Oh, cool. Well, let's Anyways. talk about our other favorite clown stuff. All right, other um, favorite clown stuff. I love I McDonald's. Don't have any? I think John I, uh, Wayne Gacy is great. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> think John Wayne Gacy is great? <laughs> well, he. Uh, I, back in, like, when I was in high school, like, I went through a phase where I was, like, obsessed with serial killers. Like, I think every goth girl does. Um, yeah, me too. And I so did, like, I did read... a book report in English about Richard Ramirez. Wow, <laughs> that's funny. Did the parents, like, the parents, the teachers didn't, like, call your parents or anything? No, my, you know what is very interesting is my English teacher, um, from Oak Ridge, her name was Mrs. Zavitz, um, and she was awesome. She actually was American, and she had told me, uh, a really interesting story that she actually lived in the area when Richard Ramirez was killing people. And That's she crazy. said that, and I, I read this afterwards that, um, apparently he favored particular colors of houses, uh, white and yellow houses. And so hmm. it actually kind of came out in the news at that time that he favored particular colors of houses and people were painting their houses Duh. different colors to like you know stay away from the night stalker or whatever and so she said yeah that she lived in the neighborhood um, and so she loved it she thought it was great mm-hmm. she was really cool she reminded me of um the psychic lady from poltergeist she was like a tiny little speaking pre- of psychic precious ladies. little beast <laughs> this one miss cleo miss cleo <laughs> Have a, have a drink, have a yeah. drink for Miss Cleo. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Miss oh, Cleo. Oh, you know what we haven't done today? What? I am currently drinking. Oh. Uh, Mill Street Organic. I'm on the IPAs as usual, except for right now, because Mill Street Organic is not I like IPA. Mill Street. But I'm also doing a red eye this is what I was with uh, Yasmina here. with our. Little yeah, I'm drinking a juice. Steam Whistle, Toronto's beer. I always, I always favor Steam Whistle. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm drinking all kinds of weird different things. She's got um, like a couple different concoctions. Yeah, here. I had a Rickards White before, but um, the main one that I started on here was the uh, Goose Island Beer Company Endless IPA. Um, it looks like there's artichokes on the can. Those I are hops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate happy beer and I know what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> that just killed me for some reason. <laughs> for some reason, there's an artichoke on my beard. <laughs> I wish it was artichokes because they're oh, fucking I love delicious. Artichokes, they look like grenades. I don't mind hops too, but I don't look at them. I drink them. I'm dying. <laughs> and then you've got something else there. Oh yeah, and I'm also drinking my Waterloo uh, grapefruit rattler, which I believe the last episode I also had a few of these. This it's is, pretty delicious. It is. You you may have some. Okay. I'm swapping. Um, Megan here. 
As a uh, functioning alcoholic, I'd like to point out that the Rattlers are delicious, but their alcohol content is minimal. Yeah, that's your, like, winding down drink. I actually do have one more full-strength beer in mm-hmm. there. Yeah, that's like the we'll Peach Rattlers. We'll see how I feel. The Peach Rattlers only, like, 3.5 or yeah. something like that. It's motherfucking juice, bitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's all sugar. But back to John Wayne Gacy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Did you so, know that John Wayne Gacy's last words were, kiss my ass, yeah. before they fucking ended his life? Oh, yeah, he so killed 33 young boys and teenage boys uh, during the years of 72 and 78 until his arrest. And uh, definitely he put that the, the the biggest imprint in the history of evil clowns, obviously, because totally. he was Pogo the Clown. But he never wore the clown costume while he was murdered. No, it was just his profession. It was just what he wore like at for kids' birthday parties and stuff like that. They were all buried in the crawl space. That's yeah. really fucked up. But he definitely, I think that the biggest influences in, um, like clown phobia. Oh yeah, are, he solidified the evil he, clown he in the, think, in the modern and, psyche. And Stephen King's it for sure. Like those are the two main points in like history yeah. that uh, deemed that that phobia uh, like something that like resonated with a large population. And um, I even like I did some more research on the phobia and there is even a british music festival called bestival and uh, one year in 2006 they had planned to make it clown themed but they had to cancel it because too many people protested it because of their chlorophobias yeah there was also in a um pop culture do you guys remember the wrestler doink the clown no yeah i remember doink was a was a wrestler when it was wwf and um, there was also, because of John Wayne Gacy and it, the novel, there was this stem of an urban legend that happened. Um, it's still, I think it stopped occurring in like 2008, but they, and it started in the 80s and it's called um, Phantom Clown. So it was people made these reports of seeing evil clowns and calling calling it in and being like there's an evil clown. So like right after like John Wayne Gacy happened, like he was arrested in seventy eight, and then there was a report in eighty one in the U S. And it's kind of funny that like they all only happened in America. You know what uh, I mean? So that just yeah, like, that doesn't that's what happens when all. people are paranoid. You know? Is that like some Slenderman shit? Yeah, it's like, like it's like but people like allegedly would see children and like children and adults like saw clowns like creepy clowns like lurking and uh like kids would report that they would see you know like a clown like lurking behind like the forest and trying to lure them like in his van and uh but nobody was ever really caught it was just like kind of like an urban legend that just kept on occurring and uh like it created panic like obviously john wayne gacy and the novel of it created panic around like in america and um, but there was one case that uh, a murder happened in 1990 in florida a woman by the name of marlene warren she like there was a knock on her door and she opened her door and there was like a clown presenting her with like flowers and balloons and he shot her and he drove away and she called the cops and identified the clown and identified the car and she died no. um and her murder still remains unsolved to this day. 
That's pretty creepy. So that's probably the most, like, fucked up thing that had happened, like, since, like, John Wayne Gacy. So that's an unfortunate thing that occurred. There's a few, like, creepy, like, rapist clown stories as well. I think that I had read something somewhere. Um, I actually don't actually have this in my notes, but this is just going from my fucked up brain. Um, There was a a story, I think it might have been in California, where there was a girl who was abducted and she was raped. And the only description that she could give... Was that he was a clown? Mm. But that's like he what was I mean. dressed up like a fucking clown. But when I said earlier, ew. By yeah, the way. super creepy. But when I said earlier about like the the only thing I don't like about clowns is that you can't like they're they're hiding who they really are. I guess that's the appeal if you're gonna be a killer or a rapist. Yeah, because you can hide. You your, can hide who you are, your but you're identity. also if you saw a clown walking down the street. You wouldn't be like, oh, he's probably a rapist because he can't generalize, well, right? I so, would. I would. You're- <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what I'm trying to say is it's acceptable to be a clown in society and you also get to hide your identity. Absolutely. When you're raping and murdering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by like the reason I don't like clowns is because they're not who they really are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For sure. No Chewbacca is going around raping people as far as we know. Not yet anyways. Oh, the Wookiees are nice. They're a good the species. Are a good, good nice people. species. Uh, by the way, the parody porn of Killer Clowns from Outer Space <laughs> no! called Killer Cleavage with a K from Outer Space. No, there it's not. So I have to watch that because oh, I do love so I do upsetting. love parody porns. Yeah, we'll have to find that and watch that for sure. The whole thing. Do you guys watch the whole thing? No, you just well, fast forward to the. Good I do stuff. like the stories. The story parts are the hilarious. Stories. They're hilarious. <laughs> And it's probably really old, too. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Like, they... The porn industry does not delay Mm -hmm. when it comes to what's happening in pop culture. Yeah. And because, like, they have a lower budget. Like, you can bring that shit out in a couple weeks, yeah. The Pirates of the Caribbean porn was... They had a massive budget. Yeah, that was a huge budget, actually. Was that the one... Wasn't it just called Pirates and, like, they're fucking ghosts? Or that's like a separate. I think porn. that I don't think that's no, okay because there. But you know, I did hear a, about the Pirates of the Caribbean. It oh, was like millions. I've of seen. What? I've seen. Yeah. No, like I've seen parts of it, and it's a full length feature film of wow. porn with like, like oh wow, with like serious. Uh, what do you call it? Things when people fall over and they do tricks and then you jump like through stunts? windows. Like yeah. stunts. Stunts. Yeah. Stunt. Wow. <laughs> <I'm struggling>. Hops. <laughs> <laughs> Artichokes! The moving things on the yeah. internet. With By the, the way, things. I love this scene with Debbie and the... I don't remember this scene at all, by the way, when she's in the bathroom and the clown heads are coming out of the sinks and the toilet. I don't remember this scene at all. I don't remember it at all as well. However, there are some... They're like snakes with clown heads. I think there's some uh, bloopers for this, that particular scene as well. I think there's a crew member visible in yeah. the scene in this You can see well. the puppet. Oh, they can talk now? Yeah, apparently in that scene you can see the arm of one of the crew members operating the puppet. If you, they're trying to help you. They're just providing the trampoline. Well, yeah, for here you to jump, jump out. through. They're so tall. <laughs> Why are they like uh, targeting people? Like, I feel like if they were alien clowns, they would just like kill anybody who gets in their way. Yeah, like I mean, like, do they actually have a modus operandi though? Like, are they? Uh, I don't remember. Are they breeding humans? Are they trying to breed their own people through humans? I think they just capture people to run experiments. They're I mean, bun- that's what just aliens a bunch see, of dicks. Right? Yeah, totally. Fucking stupid grays. Stupid anal probes. 
But yeah, well, okay, I'll start my, uh, I made like a very uh, brief paragraph of my favorite and uh, most hated clown characters in uh, not just horror movies, but pop culture as well. Okay. Uh, so one movie that I watched a long time ago, it's a horrible movie. <laughs> it's called Sick. With sick periods, no, just sick, oh. and with periods in between because that stands for a serial insane clown killer. It's so bad. I remember, like, me and Mercedes Morgan's sister, like, we just randomly fucking, like, picked it off the shelf at Rogers the one night. It came out in 2003, and uh, we rented it, and we watched it, and it was, like... I do remember it. Yeah, I remember, like, you weren't paying attention. Like, you were in the room with us, but you were on the computer, and it was, like, the worst, the worst movie ever. It was so fucking bad. But it's just one of those... I had to bring it up because it's, like, one of the only other, like, clown horror movies that I've watched. Like, I haven't watched many. No, but, you know uh, what? Clowns are, like, one of those... There's a lot, undis- though. There are, but they're all... I feel like they're all newer. Like, when you go and you Google or you, like, type in to, like, any search, like, you know, like, a clown horror movie, it's all, like, 2000 and on. Yeah. There's only, like, a handful... A There's, select handful yeah. that are, like... From the eighties and nineties, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I um, I do admire uh, the character Captain Spaulding from House of Thousand mm-hmm. Corpses um, and Devil's Rejects. Although I fucking think that those movies are not very good. But <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, Captain Spaulding and Doctor Satan are the only good things about Devil's Rejects. Yeah, but it in infuriates me that you only fucking see Dr. Satan for like five seconds and like the entire like leading up to seeing him is like a buildup of like Dr. Satan, Dr. Satan and then you see him and he looks cool as fuck like the special effects makeup team that did the character must have been very angry that they put all that work and time and effort into making that character and then he's only on the screen for like five seconds. Fuck off. Uh Um... (laughs) <laughs> also, I um I do uh, enjoy the uh, clown and poltergeist because of his arms that like uh, can extend yeah. and like wrap around the kid's neck. And I yeah. always liked that scene when I was a kid because when I was a kid, when I was watching Poltergeist, like I was terrified of the actual pol- poltergeist, and I realized that children were probably terrified of the clown uh, puppet or whatever. Yeah. But I wasn't because I never had a fear of clowns. But I I hated the the boy. In the movie, he was so fucking annoying. He was Man, so annoying. And then pussy. when the when the arm like wrapped yeah. around his neck to to strangle him, I was like, yes, kill that bucktooth motherfucker. Yeah, he was annoying. Yeah. That's, also, that's funny that you mentioned that because that was actually if you heard that noise, that's actually what I was watching right now. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, because that was that on my list hilarious. as well, and yeah. I was just like, I need a refresher. Yeah, I do uh, enjoy Violator, the clown character in Spawn. Holy fuck! So yeah, he's so good. Fat. That's John Leguizamo. Yeah, man. yeah, he's yeah. so like fat and just disgusting. His teeth are and gross. It's been so long since I've seen that. Oh, like I saw I it in theater. Love embedded I've seen it, in the I, no, I, mean, I, I can probably recite that movie. I I saw, also saw it in theater. I remember it was actually on my like first date, and uh, it was with. Um, <laughs> 
Like, a, my first, like, date when I was, like, 14 years old, we went to go see Spawn, and, like, I have it. I, I love that movie. It's, like, cheesy and, like, bad effects, but I don't give a shit. Like, Dude, I, they were so good for the time. I know. The oh, cake, whatever. The yeah, they were awesome. totally good. Yeah. I'm a big fan of a comedy show called Children's Hospital. If uh, anybody out there has seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about because it's hilarious because it has Rob Hubel, who is one of my favorite comedians ever. He's the guy that um, does the impression of the Ultimate Warrior. And that, oh, like, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. So I do enjoy Children's <laughs> Hospital. That's a great show. Uh, when I think of clowns in like terrifying horror shows or movies, uh, the one I always, always think about is Zebo from the Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. Oh, uh, the Tale of the Crimson God. Clown. Yes. Do you remember that episode? Of course I, do. I I like I loved Are You Afraid of the Dark when I was a kid and uh that show resonates in my brain, my memory for the, until the day I die. Yeah. Like, I remember every fucking episode, like, every detail. I just rewatched them. They were just, they were on Netflix. Yeah, and, like, I do, I, like, the one part I remember that was really creepy about that episode is, like, so they go to the circus or, like, the whatever, and they go into the clown tent, and they dare the kid to take the nose yeah. of the clown. Oh, that's so a it's like it's like a mannequin, right? But he takes the clown, the, the clown nose, and then, but then the next day and then days after that it's he's like tormented and the clown is like coming back for his nose and i always remember that like the clown smoked a cigar and there's like one scene where he's at home and his parents aren't home and he smells a cigar and he like looks outside and there's like cigar smoke like at the corner of like the outside of his house and i remember being like so scared when i was a kid like i love that episode um and I, I marvel at Jack Nicholson as the Joker and the Tim Burton Batman. Uh, oh, you know what? I think he, I think he's the best. One. He's the best. Like Joker. Heath Ledger, well, we haven't seen Heath Suicide Squad yet, but no, you know no, what? I did see some. I can really, already tell he's the best. I saw yeah. some really good, um, like like some of the like after the Comic Con, like the the newer trailer that they released for Suicide Squad, and it, yeah, like they put more of Jared Leto in it, and it's yeah. good, but. Nope. No, Hands Jack down, Nicholson Jack Nicholson. Awesome, and I just uh, had this conversation with someone else I was talking to about the Joker, and they were like, no, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger. And I'm like, you know what? He was good. Ledger he was amazing. Was Don't great. get me wrong. Heath Ledger, but for me, I'm also a fan of the original Joker in the original Batman. Yeah. Because he was silly as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know his name. I don't have it in my notes either. But he was silly, and Jack Nicholson mastered the silly slash evil whereas Heath Ledger in my opinion was a hundred percent evil yeah he was not silly not once was I ever like look at him go like I was always like he's fucking horrifying which is great but to me the Joker character has always been this 50-50 silly scary where Heath Ledger did not do that for me whatsoever for sure wasn't it Romero something Romero uh, for the original Joker, Caesar Romero. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I'm yeah. pretty sure he was, was the guy who played yeah. the, original the original Joker. Yeah, and you know what? I grew up with that show. I watched, I watched the original mm-hmm. like yeah. Batman and from the '60s. Like, exactly. My sister and I were so into it, and like. There was, yes, it wasn't 100% demented. Quick, it was grab like the there shark was... repellent. Yes, yeah. the shark repellent spray. <laughs> Some so days hard. you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I love Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Um, 
that sound of okay at the end of the movie when he uh <laughs> that's yeah the laugh the laugh that's playing in the little speaker the little speaker yeah that i will for that sound is imprinted in my mind like did you know that that the joker was actually based on a um a silent movie like the look of the joker the man, oh, really? the man who laughs. Do you oh. know? Do you know of this movie? No, it's about I a don't. clown as yeah, well. Yeah, I've uh, I've heard about it for sure. Yeah, um, but it actually is quite uncanny. I'll show you if you want to see. This is this is the okay, image yeah. of the guy from that looks just like the man the who laughs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's about a, a clown as well. But like the guy is like super creepy. Yeah, that's cool. Super creepy. I have to put emphasis on the clowns that I hate. Um, <laughs> actually, I think there's only... Ronald McDonald can fuck off. Uh, uh, yeah, so there's two. So Ronald McDonald, not the statue, but when men used to dress like him at oh, McDonald's They in don't the do 80s, that anymore. They Thank don't God. do that. They got Damn. rid of all the characters, but I heard a rumor that the characters were coming back. Um, but when I actually, like, I looked up pictures of Ronald McDonald in costume, because I remember, like, being a kid in the 80s. Like, I was born in 82, so I was a baby for, like, a big chunk of it, but I, I remember always, like, when they had the characters, like, dressed up, like, yep. at McDonald's, and yeah. you would go and sit on their lap and get your picture taken with them. Every fucking picture of a child with Ronald McDonald is, like, in horrified, yeah. crying, yeah. Terrified. like, screaming. Every, like, every time somebody is dressed like him it's fucking creepy and it reminds me of like when i was like in grade one i must have been like four years old my mom for halloween dressed me up as a clown for halloween and she made my outfit and she did my makeup and i when i look at that photo of myself it creeps me you're out. like get it off me! it's creepy <laughs> i'll i'll show you guys it's really fucking creepy but this is my last clown um mention uh, I loathe, I loathe the clown from American Horror Story. It looks stupid as fuck. I'm sorry. Have you seen him without his face piece? When he takes off I don't his remember. face piece, what does it look it's like? Disgusting. He's missing his lower jaw. It's horrifying. Okay, well that might be cool, but with like oh, the his, face piece, his is whole stupid. his whole demeanor. Well, it actually with, turned like, out. Him, no, but you know what it turned out, right? Like you know the story. I couldn't line. finish it. He I, it had was a mental disability. Bad. Like he was for. This is bad because of my profession. But yeah, he was mentally disabled. He was like a guy who was not treated. Oh, okay. With like, so he was like the brain of a child and the body of a giant man with like his jaw missing. And it's actually really creepy underneath. But that whole it's series. It's a cool idea. That whole series people I, fuck themselves. That whole series. You know what? Just I agree. That, but that, like that character Awful. of the clown from, never went from Freak Show. Not series, I meant season. That just. No, the whole series. That no, clown, because the fact that off. he didn't talk reminded me of a mime, and I hate mime, so mime that's why I hate stupid. it. Mime that's is why the lowest form it. of clowning. Like, fuck right off, man. Yeah, so fuck mimes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, re- I know what I was talking because I was in the middle of you were. speaking when we were discussing Stranger Things. Superb show. Yeah, it was a superb show, but I can't remember what our train of thought was specifically, but for me, I felt like. It was a perfect show, save for that last end part where they did the one month later thing. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, it reminded me of, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, where that very first movie that they did where they went 
and back and re-edited the ending to open up the story for more sequels. You don't think it was planned that way? No. It felt to me, it felt to me like that. Like, it felt forced. Uh, Um, I believe that, or I feel like a lot of the best stories that have been told in, like, recent movies or television shows have that certain finality to it Mm -hmm. where that story arc is complete and there's no like it doesn't seem like you know they're sort of like stretching to to like keep the story going or anything like that it's like it feels completely seamless and to me like stranger things was perfect and it, I, I would have been completely happy when end scene happened when the police chief got in the car and drove away with those random people. And yeah, that to me that that last one month later part the was Christmas like, scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why? Why did that happen? And you know what? Maybe maybe it was planned, um, because it seems like oh well, you know, they probably knew that they had a hit on their hands, but to me. That's just a way to capitalize on on the show rather than, you know, just telling a really great story and then leaving it at that. Well, I think, here's what I think. I think that it was planned that way. And um, due to the various interests and homages that are portrayed in that show, uh, I think it leads me to believe that they have way more ideas to bring to the story. And um, that end scene, uh, for anybody who hasn't seen Stranger Things, just fast forward this part, but the very end scene when... Will, uh, when Will goes to the bathroom and he like barfs up the slug and uh, he lo- he looks at himself in the mirror and then goes back like thinking that everything is, you know, like we think that we're led to believe that it's resolved, but then it's not. Um, that scene is like exactly the very last scene of season two of Twin Peaks because mm-hmm. Kyle MacLachlan's character escapes the Black Lodge and then we think that at the end of the episode that it's like resolved and then he he goes into the bathroom in his hotel room and he like looks at himself in the mirror and smashes his forehead against right, the mirror right. and it's Bob and then that leads it like it opens it up for like the third season um, but uh, I actually it was a phenomenal show oh, I have absolutely I have uh, uh, such a, a, a admiration for the show that I'm writing a review for it right now. Um, it may be released by the time this episode is released, but um, I there's so many things about that show that I that I appreciated. The whole 80s thing is definitely making a comeback right now. And people who were born in the 80s are in their 30s now. And the Duff, the Duffer brothers are our age. Um, so it's this generation of, like, it follows, like, with the, like, 80s synth soundtrack and all these new movies that are coming out that, like, the final girls where they go back into the 80s and I'm everything. I'm just worried that it's going to become oversaturated. 
Um, I don't honestly like because of the brilliance of the show. Like, there's not a lot the show of things, itself, but I mean the '80s genre. Oh, okay. I but know, I think, no, the show's yeah, great. Yeah. But I mean, there's no, so me many too. Things. I hope it doesn't I, like, get oversaturated. But, um, yeah. I, but I love that it's happening right now because all like all the kids that were born in the '80s, like us, we're in our '30s now, and all these other filmmakers that are our age that are bringing us back to the '80s uh, have the same feeling and nostalgia about the '80s that that we do and I feel like I can relate to them and I also admire the fact that it's like the newer um uh like I guess like fans or whatever like uh, of the younger kids that were born in the 90s that didn't get to experience the 80s are watching these shows now and hopefully are like um appreciating things from the 80s that they never really knew about you know what I mean yeah I don't think a lot of people even that are like young, much younger than us would even realize a lot of the references. Like, but they do their history, yeah. And it's like, I mean, vinyl. I was say, that's not fair to say because I know a lot about the seventies and sixties, and I was born in the eighties. Yeah, well, that's so, true. You know, but like, it's it's causing things from the eighties to come back now. Like cassettes are still being made. Yeah. I know that they stopped making VCRs, but like people are tending to go more towards like analog systems yeah. as opposed to digital and everything is making a comeback. Like I just watched a Vice documentary about like a, a factory that uh, is a cassette factory in uh, Philadelphia, I think. And like they had, um, a period of time in like the 2000s where like they thought that they were going to go bankrupt because no one cared about cassette tapes anymore but now it's becoming nostalgic and more popular now oh people so are people causing... are back on that shit it's crazy. yeah yeah and like and that's what i love about it because i out of any decade like i love the 80s the most because i was a kid in the 80s yeah. and it's nostalgic you know like it's like those emotions they resonate you know like a deep emotion and uh the fact that the the duffer brothers made the 80 uh made the uh, stranger things occur in 1984 or sorry no it was uh 1983 uh, makes me believe that there's other people out there like me that also feel the same way about the mm-hmm. 80s and the fact that it's still, you know, they're still trying to remind people like that the 80s were awesome. Uh, but aside from that, like it's it's all going to be in my review. Like there's other things about the show that I just like completely fell in love with. Like all the homages. There's so many. Like the fact that the mother, Winona Ryder, Joyce is exactly like Carol Ann's mom from Poltergeist. Like, yeah. They're the there was same. So Poltergeist. There the was same so many character. Poltergeist sort of almost references. Like the, um, the mother of, um, the main boy, I can't remember his name. Uh, with the the young daughter when she walks up to the wall, like she looks like the daughter in Poltergeist, and she walks up to the wall, and like the monster is kind of coming out of the wall. The little girl, like, yeah. Caroline. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it looks just yeah, like her. There's like, so many things. references. But I, I'm so pissed. All of a sudden, I've had too many drinks. I'm getting all emotional about. This. There we go. Megan's getting angry. But I feel like George because... is getting angry. Yeah. <laughs> George likes spicy chicken. <laughs> Yaz and I, I'm pretty sure in our first couple of episodes, one or two, Yaz and I 
discussed our absolute hatred for the fucking mom in the remake of Poltergeist. Yeah. So let's just let's just establish that we're talking about the original mom. Oh, and absolutely. Her love for her child and her care. The and original for her child. Poltergeist. Because the fucking remake of Poltergeist. Yeah, that no, mom fuck didn't that piece two of shits turned. about it. It was fuck a it was a vapid mother that yeah, had no emotion. No, like the uh, they both demonstrate like what extent. What extents a mother nature, will right? yeah. will take to find their child? You yeah. know what I mean. And uh, so there was that. There is obviously so many references to Stephen King. It's uncanny. Oh! The title, mm. the title is um, a so reference good. to uh, the way Stephen King's name was portrayed in his books. Um, Firestarter, like oh. Eleven, is just like um, Drew Barrymore's yeah. character mm-hmm. in Firestarter. Um, there's obviously like the kids on the bikes, like the kids on the bikes. It's very Stand By Me. Oh, yeah, it's very me. like when they're it, walking on the railroad. Yeah. You want to talk about like a group of kids forming this like solid group where they overcome evil? You want to talk about any Stephen King novel yeah. ever? Yeah, there's there's a lot of like even like shots like E.T. Yeah, there's um. um there's a lot of references to, like, even just them on their bikes uh, escaping the government men. Yeah. It's just like an E.T. Yeah. They were riding oh, ro- around. Part. Yeah. yeah where and- they're like, like, I almost, it's funny when they were um, running or biking away from um, all of the, like, electrician guys in their, uh, when, when Elle actually, fl- like, flips the van, like, I almost yeah. expected her to, like, be like, mm, and then they all would fly off like E.T. Yeah. Like, yeah. bikes in the air. Like, it, it was all very similar. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, I even, feel like it's like they're just, um, they took all the great, you know, like, movies and moments and devices, like, from the 80s, like, from the period of time when we were children, yeah. and, like, put it together. From the best in, movies. In this show. Totally. And I didn't know what to expect when I yeah. first started watching it. And when I first, when I watched the first episode, I was like, I'm going to finish this right now. And like, you basically can like not stop watching yeah, that show. Exactly. Like it's, it's just continuously entertaining. Um, there's a lot of uh, similarities to other things like X-Files, oh. um, Alien, Under the Skin, there's a lot of amazing things about the show that, like, build uh, definitely, like, you know, nostalgic things that that interests people like us and the Duffer Brothers. Like, well, clearly, definitely... like, everyone. Stranger Things, you go on Instagram, you go on Facebook, you go on any social media avenue right now, Stranger Things is the talk of the town because mm-hmm. it's, like, my mom loves it, she's 55. Yeah. We love it, we're in our 30s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know younger, like, it has just been this show that has resonated with so many people that you don't even have to be a horror fan to fall in love with the story, the production, the direction of the show totally it was just put together brilliantly. totally yeah there like there was so many i don't know i just noticed a lot of things like even like there was uh one point where i think they were all in like that the one kid's basement and he was like uh like you're michael myers like they like mentioned halloween yeah and all the posters on yeah. the wall yeah. there, there was, was like, a, the thing there was a thing poster Jaws, there was evil the dead. evil dead yeah yeah i just thought that was really really cool and just very of the time but also sort of paying homage to all of the great horror movies that have um come before but yeah i like for me i really felt the poltergeist vibe 
Yeah, you for know, sure. like the communication through in electricity. the closet, and like there's like the some sort of a bizarre underworld where it's all like creepy and yeah. different, and the fact that they communicate through electricity. Yeah, um, like whereas like Carol Ann communicated through the TV, yeah. and then they use like the walkie-talkie and the string lights. Ugh. Yeah, it was very, it yeah. was very. That was the vibe that I got the most, but I think overall it was like a well-executed, essentially like. Homage to the 80s. Well, yes. yeah. where are you posting your review so people can... Uh, well, I think I'm going to add a section to our website. Awesome. That's going to be reviews and blogs or whatever. So it may be finished by the time this episode is released, but okay. we'll post it on our Facebook and stuff. But I, I've always wanted to get into writing reviews on, on movies, and I never thought that I would write my first review on a show. Yeah. But it, was, it, it, it <clears throat> impressed me so much that as I was watching it, I wanted... I wanted to talk about it and write about it. You know what I mean? But uh, there's also a lot of other uh, new things occurring in the horror genre right now. Like, for example, uh, the big reveal at the San Diego Comic-Con was Adam Wingard's movie, The Woods, is not actually The Woods, but a new Blair Witch movie. I'm sure yeah. you've all heard. Uh, I'm very excited for this because if anybody uh, has... Are you? Oh, yes, fuck yeah, are. man. Do you Morgan, know? wipe that look off your face. I'm not. Have you seen any Adam Wingard movie or Simon Barrett? He's no, but writer. you know, I just think that people need to just come up with their own ideas. That's true, but well, I remember watching the Blair Witch Project, and for its time, was a brilliant, oh, yeah. you know marketed what? movie. I remember. But I always imagined that they could do something better with it because we never got to see the Blair Witch. And if it was like a really cool but pumpkin that was head the looking, whole like yeah. actor, idea it would be awesome. of the no, movie. but no, the they did show one part. image of the Blair Witch where she had long yeah, hair. That was, and it was the scariest so part of the movie. It was see, that that's you why don't. I think it was all in your head. Yeah, but that's why I think like. that the new Blair Witch movie will be successful because Adam Wingard is um, the director and Simon Barrett is the writer of the VHS 1 and 2 and Your Next and The Guest. And Your Next blew my fucking Don't mind. That the movie... Guest. Uh, the guest was fabulous. Yeah. The guest, it's not a horror movie, though, in my opinion. But Your Next blew my fucking mind. Like, Your Next is one of, like, the best house invasion slasher flicks that have come out the in the past, like, ten years. movie that I will watch. It is so fucking good. The like, the, the gore not in it. Not Clown House? <laughs> 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 Talk about Clown House, Morgan. Sorry. Well, that's a clown, a clown home invasion movie. I don't know. I've oh, never but. watched it, but I know you've you've. It's watched a. It. It's just a bunch of fucking psychopaths that yeah. go. They fucking beat up a bunch of clowns and they take all their outfits and then they go and they fucking. It's just obviously very invade well Invade a house, and there's a lot of weird, creepy, rapey vibes in it. Oh, I wonder actually why. In no, real life, no, 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 but. Okay, I know because there's rape in real life. <laughs> no, I mean like the director of yeah. Clown House. Oh, rapes no, because everybody cl- knows that Clown House is one of those movies where there's a lot of that, like, oh negative energy involved because the director is a convicted pedophile, sex offender, horrible. And it's funny because you can actually when when you go into watching that movie knowing that. You sense that in the script. You sense that in the relationships between the characters. There's like uh, an older brother and a younger brother. And the younger brother, the actor, was actually the one that was involved in all of that. And you can feel that. It's actually 
super fucking disturbing. And just like powder too. There's oh. a bunch of weird connotations in powder. Him as and well. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, man. Like <gasps> Jeff, Jeff Goldblum and uh, I know. Don't Sean you wish it was you? Patrick Flannery, I think is his name. The guy who like plays powder. Yeah. Like there's a bunch of creepy vibes between those two characters in powder. But there's nothing creepy. Right. Like in Jeepers Creepers, and I know a lot of people. Well, wasn't will... that after he went to jail? Yes, it was. He probably so got it was his powder. Disney hired them. Yeah, hired well, I them guess. After yeah, jail, and then they like released a well, statement afterwards, and were like, however, we didn't know. however, maybe his script was written before he went to jail because he didn't go to jail for as long as he should yeah. have. But, like, I know a lot of people refuse to watch his movies, and, like, Jeepers Creepers 3 is being filmed in uh, Vancouver, and then the city, like, uh, protested protested against it. Mm -hmm. And, like, I totally get it. But, like, I I have always been a fan of Jeepers Creepers, the first one. I saw it without knowing all of this stuff about Victor Salva. So, like, in my mind, yes, he's a terrible human that did some terrible things, but Jeepers Creepers in its entirety is a great film. Like, I love that movie. I can't say you're wrong. I can't. It's a great fucking movie. I saw it in theaters, and it just, like, it's one of those movies that it just, it starts slow, and it starts, like, building up and getting better and bigger and better and bigger, and then it's, like, fantastic from, like, finish, uh, beginning to end. And did you know that it's actually based on a real uh, fucking unsolved mystery fucking uns- no like actually on unsolved mysteries yeah, unsolved, like Robert there was Stack. an episode of unsolved mysteries based on the the real life story that Jeepers Creepers is about yeah like a couple like a, a was driving down a highway and like a creepy truck like or van it was a van yeah. they mm-hmm. this van like they drove past it and they saw a van like a person take a body like wrapped with sheets like out of the van and then they thought it was suspicious so they turned around to check it out and, and the like guy called the cops and everything. On like them. it's actually based on a real yeah. story. No shit, eh? Yeah. yeah. God, I love Unsolved Mysteries. One of, actually, no, not gonna lie, the greatest, I don't give a shit, the greatest show that's ever been on television. I love Robert Stack. He was fucking like, what, 87 when he died? He's the man! He was my boyfriend. I loved him so much. He was a fabulous man. Um... I just wanted to, like, go back to uh, the new Blair Witch movie. Um, I, I kind of get it that, like, you're, uh, Morgan, like, obviously, like, debating the fact that Hollywood has, like, no original stories. But, like, uh, when it comes to something like the Blair Witch, like, maybe Adam Wingard and Simon Barrett just saw an opportunity to make a better version of it. Because, like... Is it a retelling or is it a uh, sequel? It's a sequel. Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, it's, um, the the people who go missing in the original Blair Witch right. girl... Uh, her brother is right. like she's still missing. I I can't like live. Do with they myself. find her and fucking go ancient ass bones her. from 1999? Yeah, when the internet was still dial up. Or 90 was it 99? I can't remember. It was. You don't want to know why? Because I remember trolling that fucking dial up ass internet. No, maybe it was 98. But still, like I, <laughs> I remember seeing like finding things on the internet and being like, I don't know if this movie is, like, if it's real or if it's not. Like, well, that, when that I was, was the genius of the marketing When I was 16 film, years though. old, when the internet was still in its very seminal forms, like, it, it didn't have a lot of the resources that we have, like, today. Like, you know, you could yeah. Google that or you go on Imgur or you go on Reddit and everybody will tell you. Yeah. that Those things weren't available. And, like, I remember going around, like, and all of a sudden, like, seeing something about it and being like, I didn't actually know. 
is this actually found footage or is it is it real or is it not? Well, that's and the that great was thing the about whole, it. Like, no, honestly, I feel like for the Blair Witch, like, like just like confused yeah, like that. The the they didn't the know. media the campaign the publicity campaign that they did for that movie for in its time was phenomenal people didn't know yeah people thought and that that's it was why real. they flocked to the fucking theaters yeah. and even when they got there they were puking because it was filmed yeah. in the found footage form mm-hmm. it was amazing yeah no it definitely the um the praise of that movie is in the marketing like the success of the marketing Absolutely. of that film, and you like, can't get away with that now. No, I mean? and how shitty was the actual movie? Like, I mean, I not that it wasn't was, bad. No, it was no, it was a good movie, but like, how much? No, how much did it cost? Is what I'm saying. Oh, something very. Small, it was like paranormal. like 112 grand or something. Yeah, like sixty thousand, fifty thousand dollars, and how much did it make? Like bleh, sixty thousand like, dollars, and it made like one point five million. Yeah, like an opening ridiculous. weekend. They know what they're doing. And one hundred and forty million dollars in growth. Exactly. So I know. So it's genius. Like yeah, I praise them for it's that. It's brilliant. But like I get how people um, look at the movie now and watch it now and be like, "This isn't scary." Like blah 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 blah, because you don't see anything in it. It's like scary to it to your imagination. And I always remember like imagining uh the Blair Witch like as a creepy witchy woman like in my mind so that's why I I hope the new one will reveal like a really creepy fucking looking witch um but the trailer it still looks pretty cool and um I still I'm pretty excited to see it just because I'm sorry, but like your next was like one of the best fucking slasher flicks that's come out in the past like it 10 was years. Good. Like it's so fucking good. Like all the kills in that movie are original thoughts. Like there's not one kill in that movie that was done before. But yeah, so um I guess we're about to wrap up here. <laughs> We've been talking uh, for hours. Yeah, there's um, <laughs> lots of... Uh, did you guys have any other extra notes on other clowns? And, no. Or, um, I, my, I didn't really have a list. I mean, we covered pretty much everything. Like, it, obviously... Uh, we talked a little bit about Clown House, even though, like, we probably shouldn't. Poltergeist, you mentioned, which was on my list as well. That so, creepy-ass little clown with his fucking... Little fucking arms. <laughs> um, and then the Gacy movie, which obviously yeah, the Gacy movie was really well. It was done. actually, you know what? Of all of them, I think it was the best. Like I know that there was a point in time where they had like the Dahmer one and the Bundy one. You know, I'm I'm a fan of all of them, but I think the Gacy one was probably the best. Yeah, kiss my ass. <laughs> um, also, I just wanted to make a, like a really bizarro mention. About a movie that is called Blood Harvest. Uh, in I parentheses, saw that on the internet. Nightmare. Um, and that is actually a, a murderous clown movie from the 80s that stars Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. If everybody knows who Tiny Tim is. I do not. Tiptoe Through the Tulips. He was like a 60s and 70s, um, I guess, folk singer. Um, you know, tiptoe through the tulips. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Oh, okay, yes, yeah. Anyways, so yeah, so he actually starred in a uh, a movie that he played a clown, um, and a murderous clown at that. Um, it wasn't a very good movie, we'll say that. Um, but he actually was really creepy in it. 
I super, remember super like creepy. seeing the title when I was like researching clowns and horror movies, and there's so many bad ones. Like, what was that Ginger Clown? <laughs> I know, I saw Ginger Clown. Like, uh, what the fuck is that? Yeah, that well, was Well, and that's terrible. why it's like, you know what? You have to look, like, when I was looking for movies that were like, okay, do I need, like, a little, like, reminder about what I've seen and what I haven't? Anything from 1991 and on, I was like, mm, I'm not going to see. And most of those movies are, like, from 2000 on. And yeah, they're like, sick. bad, sick, and Ginger Clown, and fucking... All kinds of, like, like you look at the cover and you're like, oh, it's awful. Like, I see this bad Photoshop and I know it's going to be a terrible movie. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, well, maybe the, the new It movie will be good. We'll see. We'll see. You know what, though, Megan? That would be the perfect opportunity for you to write a blog. It's just like I'm just making faces into the microphone. I know. <laughs> hmm. But the blog, I think, is a really great idea as well. You know, it's open to all of us, and if we have uh, ideas about things, mm-hmm. I think it's uh, it's a really good um, avenue to do that. For sure. If Megan wants to write her it rant when she sees it. Well, I'll write it. Maybe, you know what? Maybe you'll want to have sex with a clown afterwards. (laughs) After you see it. Oh, yeah, we have to watch. With a sexy Swedish fucking Pennywise. (laughs) Who knows, man? Yeah, we have to watch Killer Cleavage (laughs) from Outer Space now. That's what we're going to do when we're done recording. We're going to look for that parody porn. Okay, we got to go real quick then. Okay. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Witchfinger.com, bitches. Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Bye. Bye.